This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Previewing Group 1 meeting or stakes day at Sandown on the hillside circuit. We're on a good four at this stage with an upgrade expected during the day. The rail out, 10 metres. Mark Hunter, David Gately, Jamie Rogers from the tab here with myself. Warren Huntley previewing the meeting and we're up to race four, which is the Phillies division of the Blue Diamond Prelude. Over 1,100 metres. It's a Group 2. Colts and Gelding's division is a Group 3. The scratchings are numbers 4, Remedies and 9, Furoshi, leaving a field of 15 to face the starter. Jamie, how does the market look here? Well, Warren, we have a very dominant favourite here, and that is the one in Charmstone, currently at $2.30. And not only is she the best-backed runner of the Sandown program, she's the best-backed runner across the entire country. She's holding seven times more, probably closer to eight times more than anything else in this race. The next in the, is the two, Dasonic Boom. Now, at $11 would be the second best backed runner in this race, but significantly less. And then down the market a little bit, the six, Party for Two at $12, has also had a little bit of a dabble, but a very, very dominant favourite here, Warren. Early in their career, most of these horses, or all of them, in, in fact, Mark, can you give us an idea of how they might run along? I think the pace will be OK, Warren. You've got down the bottom here, Soju draws barrier one, has certainly got speed. It, it wasn't going to be far away. Dream Woman in three has led and won uh, races and trials. Exploring's a leader in four. From the middle, Extreme Threat showed, just jumped and had good speed there in a trial. And the Queenslander party for two. It's drawn wide. It's got race fitness and likes to push forward. So I think they will get along okay here. I, I like the race from a swooping point of view. I think number one, Charmstone will win. It ran well on debut down the straight and then improved off that run and just sat behind them was never going to lose. His second start went for a spell, come back. It's just trialled enormous. It draws a good gate to be parked, I don't know, three lengths off them, get to the outside down the straight. You've got the long run home here over the 1,100 to beat Six Party for Two, who's in terrific form, getting better with racing, fear forward somewhere near the top and it'll be hard to run down. Number two, the Sonic Boom. Look, it won a bunched finish race on debut. I just think where it draws, better for the run. Blending in down the centre will run well. And eight cigar flick, same sort of thing, just blending in. They're all following Charmstone into the race. I just think you'll see the middle of the track dominate this race. Cigar flick will be running on. So I think one will win, and I think the trifecta will come down the middle, one, six, two, and eight. Your thoughts on the Phillies, Gator? Yeah, look, um, same filly, uh, Charmstone. Big spruik from the stable, um, so take that on board. Um, was well-liked on debut off a, off a terrific uh, trial form. But um, we found out uh, that a uh, bit underdone, perhaps. There are a few little things going into that. Then impressive second go. The runner-up beaten three lengths in the Magic Millions by one of the slipper favourites. But she just looks to have come on, doesn't she, off that trial that Mark's reference. Sat off them three wide, raced away one by about six to my eye. Uh, fabulous work. Cigar flick. One well on debut, heavy track, didn't smash the clock, but then loomed to beat um, you know, another slipper favourite last time. Is this the last 100 where she knocked up? That was a fast race, scared of her. Party for two doesn't have much on the clock, but the margins are significant, and more times, uh, more often than not, they measure up um, with that scenario. And the Sonic Boom, I like the debut win. Yeah, busy finish, time moderate, but uh, couldn't have done, she couldn't have done much more. 1862. One eight six and two from Gator in the Phillies division of the Blue Diamond Prelude. Mark Hunter with one six two and eight, and I'm also with Charmstone. I think she's clear Phillies top seed of what we've seen down here in Victoria. 
I loved her professionalism. Second day at the races, the stable indicated that it was just a bit of a rush to get her Barry certificate, get her to the races for her debut. She showed good improvement second start, and I think she might have improved again. She's lovely and professional. The race should set up well for her. It's Mark outlined with the, the run home, and I like her. One charm stone. She's well found by the market, but I think that's justified. Eight, Cigar Flick comes through some strong Sydney form. Learn to Fly looks a, a horse of some promise from that uh, from that run last start, uh, she shot to almost favouritism for the Golden Slipper on the merit of that run. I do like the win of Dasonic Boom on debut. It wasn't a big margin, but she had to duck and weave and get through the field. And even though it was a three-quarter length margin, it was almost a dominant win on debut. The 1,100 metres will really suit her. And five, Shadow Fear over from Western Australia gets the winkers on. She's been a bit tradesman-like, but she might be able to take advantage of that inside draw and be there for a long way. One, eight, two and five for me in race four. Race fives, the Kevin Hay Stakes over 1,100 metres. What a terrific man in racing and in commercial world Kevin Hayes was. No longer with us, but still honoured by the, the Melbourne Racing Club. 1,100 metres for the Kevin Hay Stakes this year at the uh, the Hillside Circuit. A group three, scratchings are numbers three and 14. Jamie, how's the market look here? There's some good money in this race here, Warren. We'll start with the one. She's lickety split is $11. The two, Queen of the Ball is at 10 for... H2O is at 15 with Wee Nessie also at that $15 price. So the six laced up heels at $8.50 has seen some interest at that price. One of the better backed runners of this race is the seven, Cythera, currently at $14. You could have gotten 18 yesterday when it was Mark Hunter's Ramaruffy yesterday, but is now firmed in off the back of the support. The eight, oh high, is at $21. So the nine, She Dances at $4.60 is the best backed runner here and would be holding about 20% more than anything else at this stage the 10 clarity is at $14 another runner that has seen some support is the 12 in rich fortune at $14 and the 13 do say at seven a number of different form lines merging here Gator how do you think the race might set up from a tempo point of view I think it'd be genuine speed I mean you go back to the spring whenever these fillies raced against each other they're generally really fast uh, races and when you've got queen of the ball there uh, do say she dances uh, there's no reason to expect this to be anything other than that. Um, really wide race, but happy to play in it. Um, Rich Fortune's a really good filly, I think. Uh, she went up, I think, $23 Wednesday on speed in the jump at one well ran time under no riding. Loved her Mini Valley win in December. Big last 600 figure. Overall time, excellent. And it was just off an average tempo as well. And what she did do was beat Fishing. You can tie that horse in. Fishing beat Clarity. You know, Clarity probably should have won that, but then ran really well against these in the Captain Tebes um, in the spring. So it's not um, a massive bridge to uh, to build to make a good case for her at the price. Gennady's debut win was uh, terrific. She thrashed the Crozette winner um, when she won that and thrashed say that same day. Uh, had excuses next to Gate 1. She'll probably kick up. She's been on speed in her trials. Queen of the Ball is fast. And she runs time from the front. She wasn't far off the elites. So we got her an in-secret, which she was fresh last time in. She came down to the second-level Phillies, i.e. Melbourne, and beat them easily and ran fast time. Juicy, Clarity, no way it ends there. 12-11, 2-13. 12-11, 2-13 in a deep race from David Gately. Mark, how are you seeing the Kevin Hayes? Yeah, certainly is a deep race, Warren. I'm just going to tip number two, Queen of the Ball, on top of Scythera. I think Queen of the Ball... He's a dry tracker and gets those conditions here. He draws out 
past the middle. Looks like it may well be the leader out there. And on dry ground, Queen of the Ball is going to be awfully hard to run down here to beat number seven, Scythera, who we've seen measure up in this grade for sure in Sydney when it ran third. It had that prep last time around. Didn't get to the races, but had a prep. Come back here as trial really well. It's a good run just behind the speed. I think Scythera will run a great race. Nine, she dances. It dictated the race last time. It's a harder task, but it's got race fitness on its side and it's flying and 12 Rich Fortune, who certainly up in grade, trolled terrific, got a terrific draw, got the speed all around it to follow the speed into the race. It's going to give it every chance to be right in the finish. So an open race, I'll go 2, 7, 9 and 12. Mark Hunter going with 2, 7, 9 and 12. David Gately's numbers in the Kevin Hayes, 12, 11, 2 and 13. Throw another one in the mix to get a mention from David Gately, but do say number 13, who was arguably unlucky behind the flying jigsaw last start. Had a tick over jump out between runs, looked to go very nicely from a good draw, should be able to tuck into a, a nice spot. 13 each way for me. And of six laced up heels over from Western Australia, she was able to defeat Amelia's Jewel during her last preparation. Then she covered ground, went three wide over 1,600 metres at her next start when favourite. I think she's trialled up nicely to get to the races here, 1,100 metres at the back end of her, her distance range, but she'll be very strong late here, number six. 12, Rich Fortune, agree with Gator. She's trialled up really nicely to, to get to the races. Also, in Mark's numbers, she's a, a talented filly, Rich Fortune. That win at the Valley was that of a horse that can definitely measure up here. And she dances will probably push forward from that draw with race fitness. She's been riding the speed and, and running well, only out of the shoot start here. 13, each way ahead of six, 12 and nine for me in race five on the card. Race six is the Rubiton Stakes, over 1,100 metres, a group two sprint. It's clearer scratchings, Jamie, and you've told us that Uncommon James was one of the more popular horses on the program. How's the mark looking now? Yeah, still, he is still very, very popular. Warren is holding more than double anything else in this race, but we'll start with the one in Marine One at $10. The two rocketing by is at 12 the three generation at $8.50 has had a little bit of interest at that price. The five is Uncommon James, now at $3.30. The second best backed runner in this race is the six, Chain of Lightning, currently at $4.60. Triple Missile, the nine, has had a little bit of a double at $13. But the third best backed runner is the 12, Lofty Strike, at $8.50. I think the, the speed will be reasonable here. Semion, Kemmel Passer, I wouldn't even be surprised to see Oxley Road riding along on the speed, rolling forward from that draw. And tucking in behind that speed, I think, will be Damien Lane aboard Uncommon James, who's trialled up well at Deegan in Queensland to make his return to the races. It was an easier race that he won down here when, when he was a visitor, but uh, he looked a horse of, of high promise. His wins in Queensland leading into that run had been terrific, and, and he looks to have returned well from that minor setback. So five for me, ahead of six, Chain of Lightning. She's jumped out nicely to resume. She'll probably just tuck in behind them from that draw. She's shown versatility to date by being able to either control the speed or show a real burst of acceleration. I think we'll probably see that a little bit of the latter today. 12 Lofty Strike, I think he's trialled up nicely for Julius Sandu and loved his run when it, when he was thrown in the deep end during the spring. He, he's a real talent that emerged on the scene this time last year. A nine triple missile, he'll be watching it all unfold out the back but will be strong late with the, with Argent, Argentia as well, probably making that late run. Five, six, twelve and nine for me in the Rubiton. Mark, how are you seeing it? Very similar, Warren. Number five, Uncommon James. I agree... Certainly agree this is a harder race than what he won, but he's untapped, he's trialled well. I think he's got a great draw, as you outlined, with that speed map there to park just behind the speed. 
get to the outside down the dip and just cruise up to them and blend in at the perfect time here to beat number nine, Triple Missile, who probably should have won down the straight last time, come back. Going to be buried back in the field, but look for it to be weaving and charging. Six Chain of Lightning gets a beautiful run just behind the speed and 12 Lofty Strike, who ran so well in the Coolmore and again in the VRC Classic here behind Rock and Horse. has got a winning chance also. I agree, Argenti is the other hope. I'll go 5, 9, 6 and 12. Jeff via the SMS mark has chimed in via Argentia. Thanks for your contribution, Jeff. And, and he's referring to Argenta, saying you, you really need to time your run on her. Uh, how do you assess the, the way it, it might shape up and, and that comment regarding Argentia, Mark? She was good at Flemington, Warren, making that burst back to the inside there when she won that race. It sets up pretty well for her. She's quite a few horses like, you know, Lofty Strike, Uncommon James, uh, Generation, Marine One, they're all relatively handy, so she should get a drag into the race. Again, just see Damien tracking up, coming to the outside. She's got a big burst of speed, so won't shock if you see her loom right up at the 150 metre mark and you know right in the finish there. Your thoughts on the first leg of the Quaddy Gator? Yeah, look, um, tipping Uncommon James on top. I think Lofty Strike should be much closer to him in the market. I had trouble splitting them, and at eight dollars fifty, I'm happy to back them both. Play some Quinellas in the race, and hopefully make some money. Uncommon James, good thing beaten on debut, unbeaten since. Now, the key, I think, to him, he finally found a fast-run race when he tackled the Regal Roller, and he absolutely smashed them and smashed the clock. So I think that's, the t- that's when you, if you didn't already know it, I think that's when you say, OK, that's a proper horse. 184 was his time for the 1,200. He won a trial well enough. It's a really good horse. So is Lofty Strike, though. Um, you know, he... Went back and wide in his jump out. His zoom time was fabulous work. If you're a length off nature strip and giga kick, etc., in a VRC classic, I think you'd win a lot of Rubiton stakes. Chain of Lightning's trial well. She's a good mirror as well. And Oxley Road uh, won a heat that same day. Probably looked a bit better, but he's a speed horse, isn't he? So um, they were my numbers, 5, 12, 6 and 7. 5, 12, 6 and 7 from David Gately. Mark Hunter, 5, 9, 6 and 12. My numbers in the Rubiton, 5, 6, 12 and 9. It's 21 to 9. We'll back in the last three legs of the quaddy. The boys' best bets quaddy plays for the Group 1 meeting at Sandown.